Good morning. Great to see you all here this morning. My name is Dave. I am the lead pastor here at Connect. And you'll have to excuse me for a second here while I bow. Oh, this isn't going to work, is it? There you go. We'll just something pass them to me at the end. <laughs> there we go. And then this one to keep the nurses in the room happy is for my foot. There we go. So now you can pay attention to me and not worry about my foot. Well, um, it's great to see you all here this morning, and uh, we are actually, we started out the new year with um, a brand new series called Transform, because the idea was that I'm sure many of you, I know it seems like a million years ago now, but uh, just a few short weeks ago was New Year's Day, and I know you sat there and thought, this is the year that dot, 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 and whatever those resolutions were that you made. And I hope that some of you are still holding strong to whatever that resolution was. I hope you're still getting up early, working out, uh, whatever it was that your particular resolution was. But we thought we'd kind of tie into that here at Connect and do a little series that we've called Transform, because we want to help you transform your lives. We believe that God wants to be a part of transforming every area of your life. And over and above a diet, which is important, and over and above resolutions, we think that God um, has this, this transformative power that can almost be like a foundation to every resolution you have, because God wants to transform your life. So we talked about that in the first week, kind of a foundation uh, message, just the idea that God wants to transform your life. That the more, we can, the more we kind of move away from God, the more we tend to find ourselves conforming to the world in which we live. But the closer we get to God, the more we find our lives being transformed by him. So I hope and pray that you're um, making an effort to, to draw closer to God, to see your lives transformed. Last week, we talked about transforming our thoughts how our thought life can have such a control over our lives. The way we think very often depend, determines the way we believe, and the way we believe determines the way we behave. So our thought life is very important. I hope some of you, I saw a few people post uh, verses on their Facebook pages, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed um, by, by God's power in your life. Let God transform your life. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Well done if you uh, spent some time memorizing that. But this morning, I want to talk about another area of your life that I think God wants to help us transform. And I have to be honest, I have to be really honest here this morning, I'm not sure if I'm the best person to be teaching on this subject. Okay, I'm not sure if I'm the best person. In fact, to give you an example of what I mean, uh, if you were taking driving lessons this morning, is this the driving school that you would want to be teaching you how to drive? Is the picture up there I've got? There we go, yeah. Is that the driving school? Uh, yeah, probably not, no. If you were, um, wants to learn some carpentry skills, is this the shop teacher that you would want teaching you? Um, how to, to use power tools. Maybe not, maybe not. If you were um, looking to be uh, better skilled in your parenting, is this the couple that you'd want helping you with your parenting? <laughs> this is a great picture, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not sure what happened in that picture. I just know that this was a great idea at the time, but something happened between the time the picture was snapped and was captured. But uh, I'm not sure this is the couple you want training you on how to raise a child. And this morning... The topic I want to talk about is transforming your health. 
Transforming your health, transforming your body. Now, some of you are looking, thinking, you are going to talk to us about that? Yes, yes, I am. Uh, And I'm going to talk to myself about it as well. Now, I'm not just talking about the idea of getting in shape and getting fit and watching what we eat. Those are all very important. And I know that we all have those goals. It can be hard sometimes, can't it, when our uh, desire to have buns of steel is outweighed by a desire for buns of cinnamon. But... um, The reality is, we want to do well, we want to strive to do well in our health, but I want to speak about a specific area of our health this morning. I'm not talking about eating better, I'm not talking about exercising regularly, I'm not talking about consistent checkups of the doctor, they are all very important. Something I want to focus on this morning is something that can have the single greatest impact on your physical health this morning, and that's stress. Stress. So how, how many of you, your stress level just went up a little bit just because I said stress? You're like, oh, Stinky's talking about stress. And already you're, you're actually stressing out a little bit. Because stress can have a huge impact on our physical health. And do you know what? I actually think that God has something to say about this subject. God has something he wants to teach us about transforming our health and transforming those levels of stress in our lives, which is why, I've got to be honest, this particular subject this morning, I am speaking to myself as much as I'm speaking to you because as I start to work through this message, any of you that know me this morning will know that this message kicked my butt this week because this is an area of my life that I really need God to help me with, to transform my health. So I had a thought, I think there's kind of these, these five areas, we're going to talk about these five areas of stress in our lives, see if you relate to one or, or more than one of them, and then we're going to look at a really great passage, a psalm actually, that just is like an antidote to this stress, if we're willing to follow it, if we're willing to apply it to our lives. So, so what are some common stresses in our lives? Well, the first is worry. Anyone here struggle with Worry. Some of us, I think, are world-class warriors, aren't we? We, uh, we worry about just anything and everything. What if I don't get that job? What if I never meet that certain someone? What if I pick the wrong preschool for my child? We, just, we manage to somehow worry about every possible scenario, everything that might, that might happen. I think if you're a parent here this morning, some of us parents, we're worrying about stuff that our parents never worried about. It's like worrying has gone to a new level now than it ever did. Some of you may be familiar with a show that was on Netflix, real popular a while back, called Stranger Things, and it uh, was, was a huge success. Lots of people watched it, and, and one of the things I liked about the show, it kind of had this nostalgic um, um, effect, because it took me back to what it was like when I was a kid growing up, back in the 80s. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but these, these kids, they just spent most of the show riding around on their bikes for hours at end. I mean, they were all over the place. They weren't wearing helmets. They had no cell phones with GPS-enabled tracking devices inside them, and they were gone for hours at a time. In fact, there's one scene in the second series where one of the kids is looking for his friend, and he knocks on his dad's door, and he's like, hey, is, is, is so-and-so here? And he's like, don't you know, he doesn't even live here anymore. He's gone that much. But that just, uh, it seems to be, maybe some of you growing up, that was what life was like. You went out on your bike, and when it started to get dark, that was the time to come back. But now as parents, we worry about everything, don't we? Our kids are gone for like 10 minutes and we're like, we better just drive down the road, make sure they're okay. We better check on them. 
Now, I realize there are things that cause us to worry. There are teenagers eating Tide right now, okay? Little Tide capsules. So I understand that the, uh, the levels have gone up with reasons to worry. That kind of wasn't a thing when we were younger. But, um, but we, just, we seem to be worrying more than we ever used to. And worry leads to stress. You know, a second stressor that maybe you will identify to this morning is hurry. We, we worry, and it leads to stress. We hurry, and it leads to stress. Do you ever feel like the world that we live in is just going faster and faster? We live in this microwavable drive-through Google world that just seems to be moving at this frantic pace, and we're just trying to keep up. We need everything now, and the idea of waiting just a few extra seconds can cause almost a meltdown. Some of us forget, don't we, that there was a time where we used to have to drive to the bank to make a deposit, where we used to have to write a check, put it in an envelope, and mail it to pay the bill. That's how the bills were paid. We used to have to wait for the evening news to know what the weather would be like the next morning. But now everything's coming at us so quickly. When I moved here from England in the 90s, uh, 1994 I moved here, and I can remember, I used to stay in contact with my friends back in England. Do you know how? I did this thing, okay, guys, here in the front section. It's called writing a letter, okay? So I would, um, I would write to my friends about this incredible place that I'd found called Washington, Illinois. And I would describe it in great detail and the beauty and the wonder of Washington, this, this, this paradise that's yet to be discovered by most English people. Um, I would tell them stories about people I'd met, about this, uh, this young lady here by the name of Casey. And she was pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah pretty cute. And I would mail this letter. And do you know what? About two or three weeks later, I'd get a letter back. <laughs> And it would be a lot of responses to the things I said. And and this is kind of the way it worked. It was like a two or three week cycle. Things have changed so much since then. Now I email someone at nine o'clock in the morning and I'm getting antsy at 11 if they haven't responded. I'm like, come on. I don't know about you, but I'm actually copying emails into texts and sending them because texts just seem to get um, responded to quicker. We just, hurry is, is all around us, isn't it? And it can stress us out. You know, another stressor that we we run into, maybe you relate to this one this morning, that causes anxiety is is decisions. So many choices competing for our attention, for our money, for our time. We seem to think that choice is a luxury, that we live in this wonderful place where we have so many choices. But actually, the more choices there are, the more stressed out we get. I'm not kidding. Going back to when I moved here from England, okay, um, I just thought America was the greatest place in the world. Because when I came from England, all right, if you wanted ice cream, you had these choices, strawberry, vanilla, or chocolate. That was it, okay? In England, we were pretty straightforward, pretty pretty boring. Now, we got kind of crazy. We came up with this thing called Neapolitan, which was like strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate all in one. (laughs) Yeah, that was awesome. We were right on the cutting edge. But uh, I arrive in America, and it's like the land of Baskin-Robbins, 31 flavors, and that's just a start. I mean, you stand there at the ice cream counter, it's like, this place is incredible. But at the same time, it's overwhelming. Have you ever stood there at the ice cream counter, and you just you start to stress out a little bit, because you're, you're trying them all, because you don't know which one to have. Decisions can lead to stress. Another stressor we face can be loss. 
Maybe this morning you face a situation. It could be a loss of a job or a relationship, even a loved one. These can cause feelings of stress and anxiety. The instability that comes from, from loss and all those questions that arise around it, they can cause an enormous amount of stress in our lives, can't they? And then the fifth stressor, I know there are probably others, but these are the five that I want to really focus in on this morning because I'm pretty sure that every one of us will relate to at least one, maybe a few of these this morning. The fifth stressor is conflict. Conflict in our relationships, disagreements, unresolved issues between two or more people. Conflict can be a huge stressor. Unfortunately, I'm married to Casey, so conflict just isn't an issue in our lives. We're uh, awesome there. But we've read about conflict, and we've heard that it does happen amongst other couples. Isn't that right, Case? Oh, yeah. She's smiling and saying, you have no idea. So um, the truth is, if you're in any kind of relationship this morning, then you've probably faced your, your share of conflict. Whether it be with a family member or a loved one, a parent, a child, the, the conflict comes in and it can lead to stress. So if these five common sources of stress this morning, worry, hurry, decisions, loss, conflict, I want you to do a little inventory quickly here this morning. How many of these stresses would you say you've experienced over the last month? Quick show of hands if you'd say I've, I've experienced at least two of those over the last month. All right, yes, yes. How about three or more? Three? Any of you could relate to all five of the, yeah, okay. Some of you are stressing me out right now, okay? Just seeing your hands, I'm stressing out just at the stress you're facing. There is a good chance that most of us here this morning are experiencing at least one of those stresses this morning. So what if God wants to transform our health? What if this morning here at Connect Church, whether you would call yourself a follower of Jesus or not, if, if the God of the universe, the God who created all of us, he created you and he knew that your body could be wired, if, if not handled correctly, to, to deal with stress, and he put things in place to help you manage that stress. Would you want to know about that? Would you want to know what it would look like to transform your health this morning in the way of stress? Because stress isn't healthy. Our blood pressure goes up. Our, our pulse quickens. It has a physical effect on us. And I think the problem is that most of us, we battle stress the wrong way. We watch TV. We play video games. We surf the internet. We drink. We smoke. We eat too much. Whatever it may be. But, you know, I'm no doctor here this morning, but I know that those aren't the greatest ways of managing stress. So what should we do? Well, I want to take us to a psalm that was written a long time ago by a guy by the name of David. And we're going to very slowly go through this psalm line by line, and you're going to find that every stressor that we talked about this morning is going to be addressed in this psalm. It's a very famous psalm. You may rec recognize it as I start to read it. It's Psalm 23. And I'm going to read it through in its entirety first. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. 
my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You know, in the very first week when we talked about the idea of transforming our lives as a whole, it was a very simple phrase that I used um, several times that morning. I said that the more we move away from God, the more we kind of conform to the world in which we live in, some of the bad habits, some of the behaviors that we're striving to avoid, but we can't help ourselves because we find ourselves in a culture or a work environment or a society that kind of lives more that way. So the more we move away from God, the more we tend to conform. The closer we get to him, the more our lives transform. Did you know that one of the ways of drawing closer to God is to read a passage like this. Read the words that God gave David to write down thousands of years ago that still apply to us today. As we, as we dial into these words this morning, it's us drawing closer to God and our lives being transformed as a result. Let's look through this psalm, shall we? Through the, the lens of those stresses. The first one was worry, wasn't it? Listen to what Psalm 23 verse one says. It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. Another version puts it this way, the Lord is my shepherd, I have all that I need. I wanna challenge you this morning, I think the first practice that can help us manage our stress is to look to God to provide our needs. Look to God to provide our needs. Wherever you find yourself here this morning, maybe it's just a slight shift in the way you think, but saying, God, I wanna trust you to provide my needs. Because we look to so many other sources, don't we? We look to our job, we look to money, we look to our spouse or our significant other, we look to friends or family. And here's what happens when we do that. Our lives start to fill with worry, don't they? Because we start to think, well, what if we lose our job? What if the economy turns bad? What if I can't afford to pay these bills? What if my spouse lets me down? What if my friends let me down? Can I encourage you with this thought this morning? Put your security in something that you can't lose. Because you can lose your job, you can lose your house, you can lose your friends, your health, your bank account, your spouse. You can even lose your mind this morning. But you can never lose a relationship with God. You can never lose a relationship with Jesus. He is faithful to stick by your side no matter what. So put your trust in him. Put your security in him. I think you'll find the first step to managing stress in your life is to refocus on God. Don't focus on those, those, those stressful situations, those things that can cause you to worry, those things in your life that can let you down. Choose to focus on the God who will never, ever let you down. And when you start to feel insecure, when you start to find yourself worrying, just think through these, these thoughts in my mind. The Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. The Lord is my shepherd, a shepherd that looks after the sheep. I have everything that I need. He's gonna provide. He's gonna take care of me. I can trust God to meet all of my needs. That's where Psalm 23 starts out, that God is a God who wants to provide and in providing, take away the worry. You know what else he wants to address in this psalm? Is the hurry. The hurry that's in our lives. Listen to this. It says um, in 23 verses 2 through 3, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. 
he refreshes my soul. Doesn't that sound nice? Laying down in green pastures, sitting besides quiet waters. Anyone already starting to feel less stressed? Just picture yourself somewhere like that. It sounds like such good advice. So why do so many of us find it hard to follow? All right, so here's where uh, I'm going to be honest. Dave Jane here is, is trying to speak to you about a subject that he knows to be true, and I'm knocking myself on the head because this is what I need to hear. About a month ago, um, a doctor sat with me post-surgery on my uh, broken ankle, and he said, so here's, here's the deal, Dave. You're going to have to um, just sit and do nothing for at least the next month, probably six weeks. I want you to sit I want you to keep your foot up. I want you to do nothing. Now, in principle, that sounds wonderful. I'm like, that sounds awesome. So for a couple of days, I sat and I did nothing. I watched Netflix, all of it. <laughs> and then I got done with Netflix. And I realized I'm starting to get a bit bored here. I want to get up and move around. And I'm starting to get frustrated and and if you're anything like me, there's always something needs to be done. Do you know how difficult it is to sit and do nothing? There's, there's, I'm, I'm a busy guy. There are things I've got to do. But doctor's orders, and I actually think what God is trying to get through my thick skull, through this, this transitional time of my life, is, Dave, you need to learn to relax, to not hurry, to just chill out a little bit. And it's hard. Because I want to do stuff all the time. There's always one more email to, to send, one more phone call to make. I don't have time to rest. I feel guilty when I rest. But here's the thing. We need to rest. Our bodies need to rest. To battle the stress in our lives that, that hurry can bring. That's how God made us. That's why it's good to take a nap on a Sunday. Not right now. Not later, okay? I know it's nice, comfy chairs here, dark, but maybe this afternoon. Did you know that God commanded us to rest? It was one of the 10 commandments. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not kill, commit adultery. He talked about the Sabbath, taking a, a day to rest. It was a commandment. And yet we struggle to follow it because we're such busy people, aren't we? But God wants us to rest, to recharge our emotions, to, to refresh our souls, and ultimately to reduce the stress in our lives. He made us to lie down in green pastures. He leads us beside quiet waters. He wants to refresh our souls. But that doesn't happen when you're hurrying along. You know, when it comes to decisions... In Psalm 23, he talks about this. He says in Psalm 23, verse 3, he guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. I don't know about you, but I find another stressor in my life is, is just indecision, making up my mind, trying to figure out which way to go with a fork in the road. And, and for some of us, that, that can lead to stress that just drives you nuts. And Psalm 23 reminds us here that we're to go to God for guidance that he wants to guide us along the right paths for his name's sake. And I want to challenge you this morning, make going to God your first response. Don't work through all your other options and then be like, well, God, what do you think? Take that time and say, God, I want to know your plan for my life, but you're going to have to trust him. 
That's the difficult part in it all because we want everything mapped out, don't we? Rick Warren talks about it this way. He says, God will guide me at the right time, not in the wrong time. His timing is perfect. He's never early. He's never late. If you have to make a decision about next year, he's not going to give you the answer today because he wants you to trust him and to take one day at a time. And I actually think that if we'll learn to lean into God, if we'll learn to trust him with those decisions in our life, it'll take away the stress of indecision. That worry and that that indecision of not knowing and just, God, I trust you. I'm going to put my trust in you. How about loss? We talked about loss, didn't we? There could be so much stress when we lose stuff. I get stressed when I get home and I can't find my slippers. I'm looking all over the house and, and already I'm starting to get annoyed. But we get stressed, don't we? Whether it's just something small like our car keys or, or something like that or something bigger, something that impacts our lives. Loss can be a stressor. And listen to what David says in the psalm, in Psalm 23. He says in verse four, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So how do we manage stress in the middle of loss in our lives? We trust that God is with us even in the darkest of valleys. If you're facing loss here this morning, if you've been through a situation where where you faced a sudden loss, I want you to know that, that God wants to be with us in the darkest of valleys. David, who wrote this psalm, he was a shepherd. He understood what it was like to be a shepherd. When he was talking about God being our shepherd, he was talking about this through the eyes of somebody who was a shepherd himself. He knew the purpose of the rod and the staff. David would have had a rod and a staff to protect the sheep and to ward off evil animals, to ward off animals that might attack the sheep. And he's saying that to God. He's saying, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. They they take away the stress in my life because during times of fear or anxiety or loss, you are there like the perfect shepherd with your rod and your staff to protect me. If you're struggling with loss here this morning, the stress that that brings, can I remind you today that God is with you. He is with you in the darkest valley. He will fight for you. He will protect you. He promises never, ever to leave you. And finally, conflict. Conflict can be a stressor, can't it? We've all had those situations in our life where, where there's some conflicts going on. Maybe it's in your own relationship. Maybe it's uh, with a friend or a family member. Maybe it's a neighbor. Anyone ever had conflicts with neighbors? That can stress you out, can't it? I actually read a story about um, a family this a couple of years ago in Chicago, and uh, they got into a kind of a, a battle with their neighbors. Now, this particular family had way too many dogs, like 20 or something, I mean, just a stupid amount of dogs, and uh, their dogs were pooping all over the yards, and the neighbor was upset because there was just like dog poop everywhere, it would rain, it was just like kind of flowing down into the yards. So they called the police, and animal control came in and stepped in, and this particular neighbor got in trouble, some of the dogs were removed, so um, of course, 
They did what any rational person would do in that situation, and that is that they painted the side of their house uh, that faced the neighbors, yeah, um, who reported them. Well, obviously, in the midst of conflict, that's what you do. <laughs> now, I'm thinking if I'm the neighbor of these people, that's a pretty, I mean, those are pretty colors, but that's still stressing me out. If I'm looking out my window and I'm seeing that every day, the stress level is rising. Conflict can lead you to do some pretty silly things. You don't think rationally in the midst of conflict, and before you know it, stress is building. It drains your energy. It raises your anxiety. David often found himself in the middle of all sorts of conflict. It seems like every time he turned around, someone was trying to attack him. Someone was trying to kill him. But listen to how David spoke about his relationship with his shepherd, with God. In 23 verses 5 and 6, he says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let me tell you something this morning that you probably already know, but there are people in your life who simply don't like you. There will be conflicts. They just, they, it just seems that it's their job in life to make your life miserable. And sometimes, sometimes there's nothing you can seem to do to be able to change that. It seems that whatever you do, they criticize you. Whatever you do, they, they put you down. They attack. And we want to try and sort all this drama around. We want to try and confront it. And sometimes that's important to do that and to, to try and deal with these issues. But sometimes, sometimes it's just us turning to God and saying, God, I need you to be my defender. I need you to be my defender. I need you to prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. I need you to be there for me in this situation because I just can't seem to control it. And the more I try to control this conflict in my life, the more stressed out I get. Because I think you'll find this morning there's something very freeing about not having to defend yourself. About saying, God, I want to trust you in this situation of my life. If I try and deal with this in my own strength, this conflict, it's going to stress me out. The stress levels will rise. God, I want to turn to you. I want to let that stress go. I want you to be my defender. This entire series is about letting God transform every area of our lives to make the best of the rest of our lives. And and some of us, I think, are in danger of cutting short the rest of our lives because of the damage that stress can do to our physical health. I want God to transform your health this morning. I want him to help you be free from those stresses, those those things that can can cause even physical harm in your life. So here's how I'm going to close out the service this morning. This is kind of a unique thing. I don't know we've done this something like this before at Connect. But I'm going to lead us in a prayer And this morning, I'm going to give you a chance as I pray, just as I pray, just where you're sat, just to kind of confess to God. Say, God, I've kind of allowed worry to stress me out a bit. I've I've kind of allowed hurry to to cause stress in my life, decisions, loss, conflict, whatever they may be. I've allowed them to fill my life with stress. And as I pray this morning, in just a moment, I'm going to lead us in a prayer 
And just where you're sitting, however comfortable you feel about this, as we get to each, because we're going to pray through each one of those in the, the light of this psalm. When we get to worry, if you feel that worry is something that, it, it's been a challenge to you, it's been something that stressed you out. Where you're sitting, if you're bold, you can put your hand right up. If you're not that bold, you can just kind of maybe open your hands on your lap. But it's just your way of responding as I say, as I pray to say, God, this is an area of my life I need you to help me with. And I want to work through these five stresses this morning as I close out in prayer. And as I get to each one, I'm going to just pause and I'm going to invite you, if you feel comfortable, just to respond and say, yep, that's one God that I'd like to, I'd like to see Go down in my life. That's one that I'd like to see you take control of, take off of my hands. So as I work through this prayer, we can close our eyes here this morning, pray together. But if you feel comfortable where you're sitting, I, I want you to respond to God this morning. I want you to say, God, I want you to transform this area of my health. I don't want this, this stress to have that power over me anymore. So let's pray. Father God, you are my shepherd, and I lack nothing. You make me lie down in green pastures. You lead me besides quiet waters. You refresh my soul. You guide me, Lord, along the right paths for your name's sake. And even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Father, some of us here this morning are stressed from worry. And if that's you this morning, I want you just to raise your hand or open your hands wherever you're sitting. And Lord, you see these hands. I pray, Lord, that those responding now will remember that you are our shepherd, that you promised this morning to provide everything that we need. Father, some here this morning are stressed just from the hurried pace of life. And if that's your stressor, Go ahead and just respond to God this morning. God, I pray for those right now with, with hands in response to you that they will choose to ask you, Lord, help them to put their rest in you. We need, Lord, to find rest in you in our hurried lives. God, I need to find rest in you in my hurried life. Some of you this morning I know are experiencing stress over decisions that you need to make. And if that's you, respond to him this morning. Raise a hand, turn over a hand. God, for those who have decisions this morning that are causing them stress, I pray as their hands are raised here this morning that that will be their way of saying, God, I give that decision to you. I know that you guide me along the right paths for your name's sake. And I'm gonna trust, Lord, that you will guide me along the right path. And finally, conflict. Conflict can be so stressful. If you're in the midst of a conflict this morning, raise your hands, turn over your hands. Ask God to be your defender. Take comfort in the fact that we will fear no evil for he is with me. Even though when I walk through the darkest valley, a valley of loss or a valley of conflict, God, you are right there with me. God, you are the good shepherd this morning. We trust in you. Lord, we wanna see our health transformed. We wanna see our stress levels go down because we are choosing, making the choice to live for the shepherd. 
So for all of those this morning, Lord, myself included, whose hands were raised in response, help us, Lord, to give over the worry and the hurry and the loss and the decisions and the conflict, to give them over to you so that our health may be transformed. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.